Hey guys, this is Randy McGrair with No Coal Outfitters uh, coming to you on the road. We're all remote tonight. Um, if, for those of you who do not know, I actually own Little River Retriever Kennels and we're on the road to the Alamo Retriever Club with about 16 dogs to run a test this weekend. So me and my guys are uh, remote and going to have a, a duck picking up weekend. But we're coming to you tonight. We've got some special guests um, on. My brother Michael, old Juju, has uh, been doing some long range shooting with our good friend Roy Manley. Um, say hi, Roy. Hey, how's everybody doing? Good. So um, I, these guys are doing something so cool. Um, I, I wanted to have them on and interview Roy. Um, Roy, just get into it. Tell us about where you guys are at and what you're doing. We're at Moss Creek Ranch in Big Spring, Texas. And uh, it's a fully stocked uh, ranch. They do all kinds of guided hunts, different things for uh, about 19 different species of uh, animals. Uh, all, all the African games here, uh, zebra, kudu, wildebeest, whatever you want, uh, whitetail, the uh, gimsbuck. Yes, ma massive gimsbuck and uh, massive whitetails. But uh, it, to go along with the hunting here, they also allow people to come in here and shoot their 18-hole golf course. So it's a, a gun golfing golf course, not your, not your average uh, – wow. Of course, Big Spring, Texas does not have the grass for regular golf courses anyway. <laughs> That's Maybe. true. Hope you're going to do yeah. it in Big Spring, Texas. Yeah. Rough country, but uh, it's very educational on shooting. If you like uh, to learn how to shoot, play with the winds and, and, and your guns, it's the uh, best place in the world. It's the only, only gun golfing golf course in the world. Man, how, how cool is that? So I've been getting these pictures for two or three days already of uh all these setups you've had uh, some really awesome guns um and and some of the shots that have been being made is what i've just been totally blown away by um i mean so walk me walk me through your first day there how, how did that go what were the shot ranges you were making well initially what we have to do with everybody everybody's got different setups guns whatever the ranch actually has its own guns if people wanted to rent them shoot the ranch ammo or whatever they could do that but in our case, guys bring their own guns. We set them up, uh, bring them in, zero the guns, and then we go through the process of make sure your turrets are zeroed out, all of that. Truing the guns. Yeah, you have to true it. You, we're, we're providing a ballistic calculator, a Kestrel. We're getting right. the velocity out of the barrel, everything. Yes. You get the velocity set, then we'll go through the truing process. So you, you zero, say, 100 meters. Once everything's zeroed on, you go over just about 40 yards away and you'll shoot an 850 meter shot. That's your that's pretty much the first shot of the day's 850 meters. Wow. Yeah, I looked at, I said, we're going from 100 meters to 800 meters. I said, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Insane. But 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 it's it's not. It, it ends up being easier than people think. So uh once we get that out of the way, you true the kestrel so that it knows the trajectory of your bullet where it should be hitting when it tells you it should hit at 850 meters based on your muzzle velocity once you true this get this get it somewhat zeroed you can do some double checks to make sure that it's hitting beyond 850 and then between zero 100 and 850 but then once you got this done you go around you hop on the rangers go around to hole one we'll shoot a I believe it was a uh, skunk at about 315 meters. That's they're all metal cutouts, yeah. and, and they're nearly nor they're nearly actual size. You're looking at some of these targets, and you're like, 
man, I asked, I asked Roy, I said, how big is that thing? Oh, it's, it's less than a foot tall and two foot wide. Yes. It'll blow your, you know, but some of them are larger targets. So each individual, as we'll call whole, as it as a course. I mean, you've got you've got shooting benches, you've got everything there set up to to be successful. Each tee, or tee. say each shooting, the tee has actually a tee table for left hand, right hand shooters. About a four hundred pound concrete table that's positioned so that you could get a shot toward whatever target's available at that point. Wow. Okay. So. We've made some pretty remarkable shots. I know my brother's been excited all day. So what, what were these landmark shots that you, that you uh, made successful today, Michael? Well, it's, it, I've had a bucket lister for years, and I never thought I would get, get the opportunity to do it. You know, I've shot rifles my whole life and when I was a sniper with, with the state. And, uh, but we, we, we shot shots 100 yards, 200 yards. Let me, let me back up just a little bit. I, I want to I kind of qualify – my brother and who he is, he, he just kind of slid in there um, some of his qualifications, um, but he's also won some competitions in his time. So just to say he's out here doing this as he wasn't already a bad enough man as it is, which competitions have you competed in, Michael? Uh, we, used to, we used to compete in the ATOA competitions every year, which is a, a SWAT tactical competition. And there was a couple of times that our teams won, won the state competition we beat every SWAT team in the state and I have won one year I won the uh, sniper competition so, so. As, he, as if he weren't already bad enough Roy has went and made him a little <laughs> bit better say something uh, I hold a candle to this guy when he comes along range shooting <laughs> so okay so continue on with your goals that you've met well I thought I was doing something when I shot 850 meters and you know that's what's that's roughly a little over 900 yards and um then we just kept stretching it out and stretching it out. And he goes, well, we're going to shoot a thousand. We're going to be, we'll be shooting basically a thousand yards today. Cause most people understand yards over meters. Right. And then we've out to what nearly 1200 yards, yeah. you know, and you may jump back on, on the next hole. You may jump back to 280 yards or sure. it may be 50, it may be 500. But today, you know, we had kind of a, a relaxed day cause we really had some high winds and it was cold this morning. But once everything calmed down, uh, we all got to talking, and everybody wanted to go do the uh, one mile shot. It's a uh, six hundred or sixteen hundred eighty three meters. Yeah, just so, a little over a mile, one point zero four six miles. So I literally got this picture, and Michael just said, "Zoom in," and he he kind of pointed a little arrow and said, "Just zoom in, and you can see it." I mean, how big was that target at that far? It's a three foot square, but yet it as far as MOA goes. Some people understand MOA versus meal or whatever. Um, you've got a three-foot target. If you could hit a one-inch target at, at 100 yards, so that's one MOA, basically, um, when you start multiplying this out, you've actually got a larger than an MOA target at, at 1,683 meters. But when the winds, everything else come into play. We had about, what, seven-mile-an-hour wind today? Five, five while, to seven. While we're shooting. It was pretty calm. It had, the winds had calmed down, which was a good thing. You do waste a lot of rounds. But based on the amount of rounds that were shot, we ended up hitting – had nine hits on it at that distance. And um, the, you think about the bullet firing from the gun, It's I believe it was figured to be about 114 feet higher than the line of sight. So 100, 114 foot. 
Yeah, above the line of sight. So ah. your left. Yeah, so your bullet is is trajectory is that much higher than your line of sight, and it's coming down and hitting your target. And it's just amazing because you could have you could have shots. We out of nine shots, you're hitting a three foot target, or you we hit the three foot target nine shots, but you're hitting right off the edge. You're here, there. you see your targets hit around that target. Yes, so you're in the ballpark right off the bat. Yep, just from the ballistic calculator is going to put you in the ballpark, and then you're going to play with winds and different things. But and let, let's just say this: that the most important part is not being the shooter. The most important part is being the spotter. Right. So every every shooter, you've got someone there with a scope, you know, spotting for you, checking your shot, and and all the good things. Yeah, there's always two or three guys in, in, in a spotting scope telling you where your hits are and telling you what adjustments to make. Yeah, you got to have the corrections, and if you don't get the corrections made properly in the gun for the next shot and you don't get them quick enough, you'll lose your wind holds and everything. The environment the, changes. Yeah, the wind's constantly changing. So if, you, if you're close, you want to get around in there and you want to shuck it down range as quick as you can to keep that same environment. Right. So the, the number one question I've got today from some of the people I've been sending these miraculous shots to are, what what caliber is being shot? What are we, what are we using? What what are you being successful with? Yeah, let's let let Roy tell you about his rig there and what he shoots. What we shoot, uh, it's guns that we built, but six uh, five PRC kind of caught on in twenty eighteen, and I had built the first one. And one of the guys is still shooting my first build, and it they they shoot good. Uh, it's it's more of uh, the cartridge. There, there's some some calibers that are inherently more accurate than others, and uh, it's it's just a good for these distances we're shooting. It's not the best cartridge to be shooting at a mile, but it does it. And fourteen hundred in the end, it, it's is where its sweet spot is, but it can reach out there. It's pretty accurate. So that pretty much everybody is on the six point five there. We, well, we've got some guys that actually shoot 6.5 Creedmoor, and we weren't doing that distance. We had a couple of 308s for sure. Yeah, 308s, and, uh, which is kind of preferred uh, military law enforcement. They're using 308s, but it's perfect round for the distances they're shooting. Um, there's You buy the right tool for the right job, and the, the PRC is a great round for this distance. But um, the the – Bills that we have with the guns, they're custom, but we use defiance actions. They're they're great, uh, uh, greatly precise machine to action. And then uh, usually Bartlett or Brooks barrels, they're a competition lapped polished bar barrels. They don't foul like your your I'm gonna say your factory guns uh, that are. They're pretty much cut rifle barrels with no extra prep to them. Hundred dollars versus a four hundred dollar barrel, things like that. But right. um, we throw these in some type of chassis. And actually, the the gun that Michael's been shooting is just in a Magpul Hunter chassis. It's kind of a lightweight deal, and these are uh, topped with some really nice Leopolds. Yeah, we're running Leopold, uh, all the Mark Five uh, HD stuff now. The the latest and greatest from Leopold, and everything's handled. That was my All next question was what glass were we using? What did we like the most out there? Well, we we run in bushnells and loopholes, but the, the bushnell leak tacticals, they're they're good. Um I, I think the 
look old out does them just a little bit, but they have, uh, we're running the reticles in there. It's kind of different from your traditional stuff. Uh, that people used to do everything was dialed. So they would, they'd have to figure out what, how much to dial up. They would take their shot, maybe adjust whatever. But what way we do it is using a drop reticle and the trimmer three reticle, a guy named Todd Hodnett designed it and everything for a horse. Um, but that's, you buy a scope, you have that, you ask for that particular trimmer three. Yeah. It costs you a few hundred dollars more, but you save so much ammo and depending on what type of shooting you're doing, if it's something that's kind of speed shooting, you don't have to pull off of the gun, um, try to dial to a different elevation or anything. All you do is you change to a, a on your drop reticle, change to a different mill hold or whatever inside the, the scope. And you're, you're, it's a lot faster for follow-up shots. And so you're looking at windage, you're looking at elevation. You've got, you've got basically a Christmas tree in there. Wow. And I think, I think you sent me a picture or, 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 or of that. I mean, I've never even seen all that before in a scope. So that, that's a game changer. They do look busy for people that's, that's used to shooting just a regular duplex style up over reticle or something. It looks busy. It's not just your regular hunting reticle. You probably wouldn't use it for that. But uh, for focal plane scopes with those type reticles work really good. Um, but it also, you've got the mechanical features on a scope is your, your knob. When you go to dial that thing up and down, you've got mechanically moving parts inside that. And those things wear, springs get fatigued or whatever, and things may not track back right. So what you uh, do with glass is laser etched into the glass. So the glass will never change. Once you you pull your glass up your, to print elevation or whatever, or for wind holes or whatever, it's going to be there. Wow. that Well, that's impressive in itself right there. I'm learning stuff. I've been so intrigued by this for two days since he's been there. So um, yeah. a full next- day. They run in one of those scopes and you, and you start learning quickly or, 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 or uh, Royal rough talk. You, if you're, if you're not catching <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. To treat them bad. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He'll rough talk. Slave driver. It's like, get around in there. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Now, <laughs> he's calling out. You know, we're 1.4 meals left. You're, you're 1.4 meals up. And you're like, man, I'm not going quick enough. <laughs> but, you gotta be hard on You better it. learn to read that scope quick or always going to rough talk. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So my next big question is uh, in our rounds, like what, what are we using? What are we shooting? Are these custom, custom loads or, or a certain bullet that you're using? It pretty much is. If, uh, you look at the competition guys, most everybody's going to run like a Lapua or Lapua brass and burger bullets. There's certain powders out there, whatever, that are, that are more consistent. That's something you got to play with. That's a, a per caliber, barrel length, all of that. Once you kind of get um, a sweet spot, um, you start out with good components. You don't have to do a lot of figuring. It's going to be done for you. They, if it's good stuff which is not always the cheapest but you start off with a great foundation there and you build a load for that particular gun that you want to shoot at whatever speeds um and then you you go to a lot of hand loading and we loaded probably around close to 700 rounds in just the 65 prc to bring out here so to shoot over really a, a lot of four days of shooting and, and don't let don't let roy fool you, you know roy's in the in the machine shop business and yeah. these are 
tuned instruments that he spends a lot of time making sure these bills are perfect. <laughs> so when you shoot it, you know what you're shooting because you know it's it, it is an amazing he's, instrument. He's lying to you. I, I make sure that the ones that I'm shooting are good. Well, I don't care really about what. <laughs> <you're shooting. laughs> I'm shooting his rifle, so I know it's good. Oh man! Oh, that's awesome. So, so have we made the longest shot of the course? Is that what we've already accomplished? It's, there's actually more um every shot what the course has to offer is um it's more of a challenge what we were talking about earlier there's an animal cut out in every one so you may shoot a bear one time you may shoot a skunk you may shoot a house cat you may shoot whatever armadillos everything that you can think of uh, 18 different animals that last shot we shot was a thousand yards and it was a little bear and and i'm talking what a two foot by three foot bear yeah so it's, it's a not full yards. size bears, and right. that's, that's feeding. Um, we don't put full size. We may have. We've got one that's a water buffalo that's at eleven hundred meters, so it's twelve hundred yards roughly. But it's if you were to look at a water buffalo in Africa, it's about half the size or a third of the size of a real buffalo. So you wouldn't have a problem hitting a real buffalo. I mean, he's got one that's a house cat. And I, I, what's your what's your house cat yard? It's 40 or something and this like thing that. is 340 yards, and it is the exact size of a house cat. Yeah. Wow. We got rabbits. It's the same size as a rabbit. We'll, uh, if the guys haven't got to shoot it yet, but we'll shoot it tomorrow, and it's going to be 540 meters or so. And we'll hit it. We will not leave till we hit it. <laughs> Everybody in the group will. But, but one thing that Michael's left off, most – if everything's dialed in, everything's set up on the rifle's good, rounds are good, all that, you, you've you learned from the first one, second, third, fourth hole, and you you get honed in on what your gun's capable of. And you get to those rabbits at 540 meters, you can – you hit them. You may hit it, It'll be first-round hits for a lot of guys. Yeah. I mean, after you shoot that mile and you're, and, you're, and you're constantly taking that correction and reading that scope and working with your spotter – then you roll over to a thousand yard target and and it seems you may hit that. You may, it may only take you one shot. It may take you two shots to hit that thousand yard target, but you're moving quicker. You're shooting better and you, you just get in a groove. Wow. So that you, you, you would say, you know, Michael being, being a professional shooter, basically as it is, I mean, you've gained knowledge over these past two days and you've put a lot of rounds on range. 99% knowledge. I mean, I feel like I know 99% more than what I knew when I started. This this was kind of set up, uh, Randy, from a um, friend of mine who retired SF guy, um, super high speed ninja type guy, but he ran the the sniper course at uh, Fort Bragg. Um, years twenty five and a half years of doing that stuff and doing all kind of work around the world. Um, super intelligent, high speed guy. He helped. He he met Bob Price uh, that owns Moss Creek Ranch. Met him, talked to him about it, said, hey, we could possibly start training military guys out here. So that's where it really started. And then the golf course was just kind of an add-on, something for recreational uh, use. But uh, um, there are still military guys being trained out here all the time, too. Such such cool. But what he's saying, basically, drop drop your dog trials tomorrow (laughs) and and drive to Big Spring, Texas. And within eight hours, we'll have you shooting a mile. I'll have some very upset people if I decide not to run these balls. I can tell you that. You did ask, though, if, if that's the longest. You could technically, if you wanted to and had the preparation for 
doing all that and the personnel, you could go well over two mile shots here. Wow. It's, it's roughly six mile, six square miles fenced in high fence. So, so my, my question is, I mean, we're talking about some serious range here. We got scopes on them, but eventually you go to the target to see. I saw y'all all huddled around a pitcher today. So how do y'all get back and forth? Y'all running Rangers, uh, yeah. golf cart something? Yes, you're running Rangers. Rangers. It, but, you know, when we're, when we're watching through that, you don't hear the report from that far. We don't hear the hit necessarily. And, and and you can only see so much with these spotting scopes from that distance. So anything in the center of the target, we can usually see a hit. But we realize you realize when you get over there, there's there were more hits on that target than what we realized. We, you know, we, we thought there were maybe four or five hits on that target. There was nine hits on that target. Holy moly. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, guys, I, I can't I can't thank you all enough for for uh, meeting with me tonight. I know we kind of throwed it together, but I, I knew there'd be a lot of people want to hear about this stuff. Um, Roy, take a second. Tell us about your business and give us another plug for Moss Creek, if you would. Well, if you if you go back to Moss Creek uh, Ranch, I know you may have looked at it a little bit, but go to the mosscreekranch.com. You can look at some videos. It'll show some of the training that goes on here in some videos, and it'll also show the apex. There's a tab there, apex. That is the golf course. Uh, it's an older video. It says it's a 16-hole, whatever, but you'll see exactly what we do, how the terrain's laid out, how the shots are done. Um, yeah, you're you're hopping on a ranger, you're riding around, getting off, taking these uh, long shots, and uh, just having fun. But uh, you got a scorecard, just like in golf. Uh, so you get you get you have par three yardages on it. Yeah, yeah, par threes, what you're shooting, and all that. So this is sad. I had a few bogeys on this one right here. This one, <laughs> in, in that learning process. handicap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it. Now, and as far as our, our business, it's a Mach 3 uh, Incorporated. It's a machine shop manufacturing facility in uh, Vinemont, Alabama. But uh, we we manufacture everything in the world. And this right here is more of a hobby for uh, myself and one of my business partners that's uh, involved with it, the shooting, too. But we just uh, really love doing that. We like uh, really helping people and, and getting people like Michael and, and other guys that's, that's really – been successful in their lives and have uh, got to a point where they deserve to come out and do something like this and just have fun. And um, as far as the expense of this, I, I believe, I don't really know exactly, but it's usually like three fifty or so a day for someone to come shoot the course. It'd be like playing a round of golf at Pebble Beach or something like that. Outstanding. Outstanding. Fantastic <laughs> info built there by how much one of those dudes cost, but we don't even get into that. That's <laughs> yeah, another day, another podcast. Yeah, yeah, we can't we can't actually air that on here in case uh, Jessica sees this, okay? Yeah, because I told him, I said, look, I said, I'm going to have to sneak in rifle parts for the next three to six months to be able to make this build that I'm wanting to build. Uh, Michael's trying to pay for hunts. He, he's just he's going to have to bit and piece this one together. Yeah, it's going to have to occur after Turkey Tour 2023, so <laughs> – I think that he's going to um, find the means to get take care of it. He's, he's got the itch right now. Well, you know, he right. did name this rifle after me, though. We called it Mac Daddy. So, you know, it, yeah. there's been <laughs> – I've offered some trades, and so he hadn't bit yet. So, we're, we're – yeah. we're, we're, Well, just keep hammering on that. Maybe you'll maybe you'll bring it home with you. Well, okay, guys. I know y'all have had – I know y'all have had a long day of shooting. Y'all have eaten dinner already. We're fixing to – we're fixing to tuck in. We got a long day going ahead – 
tomorrow all weekend too. But I uh, appreciate you guys so much. Roy, I cannot thank you enough for your time. Juju. 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 Yeah, that's the man. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night. Uh, again, guys, this is uh, Randy McBrayer with No Call Outfitters, Michael, a.k.a. Juju, and Roy Manley. Thank you so much again for your time. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Rose Podcast. Thanks, Randy. Take care.